Hello and welcome to another FYE podcast. My name is Alan Morales, I am your host, and I am here with my co-host, and today's topic is taking final tests. Um, so let's start with a simple question. How do you normally approach a test that you for sure know that you haven't studied enough and that you don't really feel confident taking it? How do you approach it? Anybody? <laughs> um, well, I guess I silently pray. Yes. <laughs> right? Whatever. Um, I guess the example I can give you is when I was taking astronomy too my second semester and it was like the final test I'm like you know what I'm just gonna wing it <laughs> <laughs> I mean I did study before I studied before like class started and everything so and like five minutes before the class no like right. 20 maybe I mean I study at night but like I don't do astronomy <laughs> like I needed the credit mm-hmm. So I don't know, I, I try to memorize everything because he did say like these are the slides that are going to be there. So I like, tried memorizing those, but then sometimes he adds things that are not there. So like, <laughs> I ended up studying everything. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so you just I, try your I, I, I winged it, yeah, pretty much. I mean, there are some things that, yeah, I did know, but then like I get confused sometimes because like I see the answer, it's like, this one too like, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. like, <laughs> I feel like there's no much to do anymore if you are not ready oh I guess I'm the expert on this one <laughs> um, most of my tests I do win them just for by the sheer like I don't know why but I get lazy sometimes so I see I know I have a test and I'm like I should really study I open my notes and I just get so tired <laughs> that I chose not to study and then sleep. But the thing is, when I take a test that I'm not really prepared for, I try to not memorize everything because I don't have a photographic memory, so that doesn't help. I just go, try to relax, and take one question at a time. Most of the time, the first five questions, and if it's only five, then good luck, but most of them is like 10, 20 questions and the first five kind of give you like the structure for the rest of them and at least you know two or three because they're simple the teacher wants to like ease you into the test sometimes that's if it's a good teacher otherwise uh, yeah you're screwed Um, but most of the time those five questions help me understand like hey I should really answer this because maybe question three right has something to do with question 15 and then you look at it and you're like wait this is right so you go back and then fix number three. Oh yeah so mm-hmm. sometimes the test helps me kind of not fail so that's what i do when i'm not prepared so now let's look at the other spectrum how do you approach a test that you actually study for like you spend time and you know that hey i'm ready for this that, what's the difference well the one that you're not prepared for, well, at least for me, I know I take more time on it. I'm like, I go and I see the first question, I'm like, nope, what's the next one? And like, you know, and then the ones that I know that I'm prepared, it goes by fast. 
Because, like, you look at the question, like, oh, like, this is easy, this is easy, like, oh, yeah, this mm-hmm. one, like, oh, it's this one, you know? So, like, for me, I feel like it goes a little bit faster. Because, yeah. I mean, I did study for it. I somewhat know the material. I remember things, you know? I, I see. Uh, <coughs> I think we're the opposite. Yeah, for me, yeah, I do take my time. When I'm re- ready, I, like, I breathe and then i take my time i read the question carefully and in case i don't understand or don't know i always circle the number i'm like it. okay i'll be back i'll come back to it and i go to the next one and when i'm done i go back to all the circle ones and i'll, I'll work on it slowly oh yeah like the ones that i don't know i mm-hmm. put like a little mark on the yeah number. Well. i go back and then for me, at the very end of the test, if there's like still two that are marked that I know for sure that I have no idea what it is, juicy. I just guess. Mm-hmm. Always juicy. Uh, no. <laughs> no, not always. Someone like you see it, like it has happened to me where I'm like, I'm gonna put C, but I'm like, this is not correct. Like, yeah. I know for sure. So, like, you don't uh, always put C for a reason. Okay, fine. Choose the, the one you like. <laughs> but everybody has a system. No, but what I mean by being different is that the ones I don't understand, I don't really know. I think I go fast on them because I'm like, hey, this sounds right. Oh, yeah, that one, yeah, yeah, that's how it works. Uh, but the ones I study for, I take a little bit more time. They still go fast. But because I know the formulas or the concept of everything, I'm more, I go slower to make sure that my formulas, like, let's say I use a formula that gave me 4.2, but if I use it differently, it can give me A and C. So I need to make sure that I know which one I'm choosing. Um, also, a good approach I would do in anatomy, because um, anatomy can be so tricky, like your answer choices. So what I would do to, like, when I would go back to revise my test, I would always put, like, a little note. So I wouldn't change the answer. Like, I would put why I chose the, that answer. So you and it would help. remember you, like, mm-hmm. hey, don't mess it up. Yeah, and I would, yeah. I would write down why I thought it was the answer. So when I would go back, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't want to change the answer again. Yeah, because honestly, there's different approach to taking a test mm-hmm. because sometimes you doubt yourself, and it has happened to me where like, especially like multiple choice where you're like, oh, it's this one, but then you're like, you know what, no, no, you change it, and then when you get your test back, you were right. Yeah. So like sometimes, because it, it it depends because on, on in other ones you're like you do one and then you change it and mm-hmm. it was actually yeah. the second time was right so like just it's it's difficult yeah. at times because oh. I, like i know my sister she doesn't believe in revising your exam she re- she's like okay i chose that answer for a reason i'm not going back yeah. like that's my sister okay. and not me I'm like, and then but that then it goes mm-hmm. back to yeah. what he said about the test mm-hmm. how like question number three is the same as question yeah. 14 you know and it's they don't mm-hmm. go the same it's like okay i did something wrong yeah, but uh, I'll give you some tips that my teachers have given me because I, I could have done amazing one test and then flunked it for one simple reason. Um, I, the questions I knew I was right, I for some reason started questioning them and I changed my answers just because I, I started to have the feeling I was wrong. And my teacher told me, like, hey, once you answer something, unless you feel extremely sure, like, there's no other way that you cannot be right, don't change it. Because you already put effort, you, you know this is the answer you should have gotten, leave it. Unless you know that it's wrong, 
For sure. Or that another question that you did after or before doesn't match, that's when you start looking at it. Otherwise, leave it alone because you can be right. And if you change, you're going to get it wrong. Because my teacher, he saw my problem and he was like, okay, look, this is what you do. So I, I think that's one thing that people should uh, keep in mind. Like, once you choose an answer, make sure that unless you feel, You're confident about it. Yeah, if you're confident about it, don't, don't move it. Because you're going to mess up your grade. And also, you can't fill a test. Also, those tests that are open-ended. So like, I don't know, for first-year students who are taking basics. For me, I had history, and it was open-ended questions. It was basically, it was essays that I had to do. So it was like, it's a question about like, how did the Indians live from, so and so. then they came from this year. So like, it's memorizing. So mm-hmm. in some tests, you do have, it's better to memorize instead of like, you know what, I'm not going to study, no. Like, even if you just study a little, memorize something, it, triggers it your sparks brain. Mm-hmm. other content. And that's, it's good that you bring out an open-ended test, because um, the way you prepare for them is different. Like, for example, I, I prefer multiple choice, because at least I have a chance of like, knowing which one is the answer. But in open-ended tests, I, I tend to do either amazing or extremely bad. What about, like, all of you? How do you prepare for open-ended? Like I said, I try to memorize things. So, like, it depends. Because, like, sometimes you don't get open-ended. Yeah, I haven't had an open-ended. What? No. I always have it in, like, my math classes. But because you have to, but you memorize the formulas to be able to work the problems and all that, so. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's go with that one. Um, no, the thing is, I think, like, the open-ended test, it's only when the teacher is either really confident that you're going to pass, or just wants to test that you actually know how to do things. Because I know that I, I asked people before that if you, um, when they see an open-ended test, they get nervous because they don't have a reference to what the answer might be. So no matter the number you get, that can be the number or it can be extremely wrong. Um, so just to kind of wrap this up in a bit. Um, what are some tips that you will give like first years and sophomores? Because I think they need the most help when uh, approaching the test that we're taking. Um, <laughs> one thing I'm going to say is that um, a, like a test grade doesn't define you. Well, I, I mean, I, I agree with that. <laughs> I 100% agree with that, but uh, the school doesn't think that way. But because sometimes you can be super prepared for the exam, but when it comes like to it, like you, some people can freak out. Um, I I think it's not only their grade. I think what freaks them out is when they compare themselves to the whole class. Because I see, um, me included, the first year I was here, mm-hmm. I will compare my grade to the entire class, and I. I would not be the lowest, but I will be low sometimes. 
and I will feel really odd. I will feel left out. Like, why am I here if this guy like aced it and I'm like almost failing here? Mm -hmm. So it's not just that you compare yourself with like the grades you had in high school because it's completely different. Yeah, it's not doesn't it, like not necessarily with like your classmates, but with yourself, with how you were back then. I think you compare both. You, you compare, compare both. Like I have a friend who she told me that in high school she used to get like A's and B's, B's and C's. Then like starting here in the university she tried like more and she's been getting all A's. Like I've been getting a lot of A's. I've applied myself and like because like how I did back then. So like I guess if you're like if you were a very good student in high school don't take it easy in college. Mm -hmm. Like, don't be like, ah, like, it's easy. I can do yeah. it. Like, don't... Wing it. Don't wing it. Don't, like, apply yourself. Especially, like, in those ma majors that are, like, they more advanced. Mm -hmm. Competitive. More competitive. Yeah. Well, the thing is, it's more about your the way you study. Like, the habits you had before. Because people that get B and Cs. And... Pretty sure they will have a harder time like changing the way they adapt here. Because hey, I got B and C's and I did well. I might as well just give them what I'm doing. They won't really apply themselves until the second year. So for people that get B and C's, I will say that yes, I know that it might be repetitive, but just take more time and study. Just review the things. You don't have to spend hours. Thirty minutes is enough. Just review the things that you, you've been seeing in class and you're going to see an improvement in your grades and seeing how doing this is going to help you connect like the dots that you might be missing and understand the information more easily once you go back to class. Just review them for 30 minutes. The, the class, the notes, the PowerPoints and whatever the teacher gives you is going to help you a lot. Understanding the, understanding the topic. What am I? Or what do you think? Any, any last thoughts? Just don't be late for your test. <laughs> Study hard. Yeah, cool. So um, just to wrap it up, um, like they said. Eat breakfast. Oh. Get a, get a good night's sleep. What is sleep? No, but, um, this is college. um, like my colleague said, um, get a good night's sleep. You actually do need it, trust me. You kind of just put an all-nighter and be fine. Um, eat breakfast. It's gonna help you, it's gonna keep you awake. Um, be in time. Even if you can, maybe be like 10 minutes early. So you can review for the last time and just try your best. Just know that if, if you put everything you got into a test, once you finish, you're gonna feel relieved that you know you did your best and you don't think that you could have done better. So here is we'll wrap up the FOE podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you.